welcome to the very first episode of the Finger Guns podcast for 2022. How are you doing? My name is Roscoe. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas and all that jazz. I hope your New Year and Christmas was absolutely spectacular. Ours were pretty great. I'm joined by Kat. Hello, hello. Happy New Year. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Good to be back. Missed you. I've missed you too. Wow, I've really turned on my Roscoe Entertainer voice for this. <laughs> hey guys, what's going hey guys. on? Hey guys, happy new year. My name's Dibbles. <laughs> oh my god, we're gonna play so many games, it's gonna be so much fun. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good, thank you. I had lovely, had a lovely Christmas, had a lovely new year. Um and yeah, just a bit rubbish being back at work, isn't it? So other than yeah. that, I just wanted to play games all the time and never leave. Uh, well, yeah, I've been, I've been, you know, you mentioned over the holidays that you've platinum four games. In four days, yeah. In I had four days. Yeah, yeah. I really wish I'd kept that streak going up because that would have been really impressive. And I did actually debate whether I just buy the crappy platinums, <laughs> the 10-minute platinums, just to be able to be like, platinum nine, like nine games in nine days. But I thought, no, no. Gonna keep it real. Keep it real. Oh man, he could have been like end of the year. Yeah, platinum three hundred sixty-five games this year. Oh, do you know what? That would have been really cool. That would be a cool New Year's resolution. It's not gonna happen. Hopefully, it doesn't stay at four though. <laughs> no, no. I mean, you're gonna platinum uh, like oh, Elden Ring, aren't you? Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, probably in the first day. I reckon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Easy. Yeah. We'll all get Elden Ring and Mars will be like, yeah, platinum it. It came out two Literally, hours ago, Miles. Like, he'll be like, I sneezed on it, and it's it's a platinum. Oh, it's when. Speaking of Miles, hello, Miles. Hello again. Glad to see this year's kicking off the same as last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's Happy a new year, segment Rob. in the, uh, the in the podcast uh, this year. Uh, it's called uh, "Fuck Off, Miles," <laughs> and it's just where we get to tell Miles to fuck off because he plays and platinums all the games in hours that we do in months. Yeah. Yeah, that, that hasn't changed. You're going to get mad at me for I've done the same thing over Christmas as well. What have you planned over Christmas? Sekiro. Sekiro in thirty hours. I mean, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> I did return in twenty four as well. Don't tell Toby that. Don't ever tell Toby. I know. That. Yeah, it was. I'm quite glad Toby's not here just so that I can talk about it without getting blasted for being a dick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm happy to take that mantle, of course. But oh, of course, yeah, someone's yeah. got to do it. Like, yeah. You can't just let me like run unabated. Like, no, no, no. We've got to keep your feet on the ground, man. You know. Yeah, you got to take me down a few pegs every day without fail. Absolutely, you know. You only got one life, man. You can't be living it in the clouds. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, no, I can't waste it. You know, being arrogant <laughs> and egotistical and all that. You got to keep me, you know, nice and grounded. That's absolutely, absolutely. Good, good. Uh, well, I'm fine. Thanks for asking. I and, was just um, about to. No, yeah. The, 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 oh, the pause, the, no, 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 no. The pause was too long. You waited uh, far too long. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't understand social etiquette, you see. Yeah. See, mm. this is why I go last because I always ask how you are. That's true. That yeah. is very true. She actually did that one time and then we both boasted that she hadn't done it. So that wasn't strict. I'm sorry. Thing. I'm human. I'm allowed to make a mistake, but you. <laughs> But you, you do it often. You're just so busy talking about yourself and all your platinums. Shall I just go? Shall I just leave? <laughs> what, to platinum more games? Fuck no. You can stay here for the two hours away from your PlayStation. Helpful. Oh, dear. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, again, thanks for asking. Um, yeah. <laughs> How are you, Ross? I'm fine, thanks, Kat. Thank you. Oh, um, wait, 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 wait. What, that pause wasn't too long? Oh. 
But I didn't realise I then had to take over the job that you didn't do, Miles, like and clean up the crap. Yeah. So, but I guess I will. So, Ross, happy New Year. How are you? How is your Christmas? How is your New Year? Um, yeah, Christmas was good. Um, played a lot of Taskmaster, like the board game. That was a lot of fun. Oh, cool. Didn't know um, that was a board game. Yeah, there's a board game. It was a lot of fun. And yeah, New Year was me watching Hamilton by myself in my flat. It was great. So that was fun. Nice. To the bride. The bride. Indeed. That to one. Your yeah. sister. Yeah, that one. That's, that's the only song I know from Hamilton because my best friend literally does like a performance of that song with her boyfriend. Every time, yeah, every time she comes around, she stands up with her boyfriend. They do like a little theatrical performance. And I genuinely do feel like I'm watching Hamilton because she is an amazing singer and she's such a good performer. But yeah, it's a pretty they, great show. They get up and they do a show for you. Yeah, it's great. Wow. Sleepovers are awesome, man. <laughs> hmm. Wine and a rendition of Hamilton. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd want the whole show if they're going to do it for you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. But uh, I don't know. It might be a bit much to ask. And then I have to get the lighting involved. And then... <sighs> get the orchestra Sorry. in. Yeah. Like my, my front room's just not big enough for that one. Yeah, it's true. So, yeah. It's true. <laughs> well, should we talk about video games? Uh, yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, let's go into our game of the week. Or I guess our game of the year so far for 2022, as we're only one week into 2022. Um, Miles, what's your game of the week? Uh, mine is Sekiro, because <laughs> I finally played it. Oh, for fuck's sake. I know, I know, I'm really sorry. I'm you know, really sorry to do this all story. we did last year and the year before was talk about fucking Sekiro. <laughs> I know, I'm really sorry, I've only just played it. Um, oh, Jesus, titty fucking Christ. And this is the thing, like, I don't even know what I can even say about it, but you've probably not all said repeatedly multiple times, only it's just very fucking good. Like, you wouldn't know it if you were listening to me play it, you would have thought it was my most hated game of all time, but I absolutely love the damn thing. It was incredible. Like, such a good game, and I can't believe I waited this long to actually play it. I've literally had it purchased for, like, a year and a half, and I've only just managed to actually make myself play it. So I don't actually know what else to say about it other than it's very good. It's another Souls, but it's actually a little bit harder because you have to deflect everything instead of dodge or block everything. Um, And a lot of the bosses will kick the living shit out of you until you actually get good. And I really enjoyed the fact that it kicked my ass again and again and again. And there was the one boss which uh, took me from 12 o'clock at night until 4 o'clock in the morning until I finally beat him. And I wouldn't go to bed until he was beaten. And I did eventually after four hours. What was the name of that? Genichiro. Yeah, I've heard about that. He was fucking unbelievable. So, like in every Souls game, there's always like what I call the acid test boss. And they're relatively like early on. So, in like Bloodborne, it's Father Gascoigne. Well, for me, it was anyway. Uh, in Dark Souls 2, it was like the Three Sentinels. Dark Souls 1 is Ornstein and Smell. Um, and in this game, Genichiro is like the acid test where if you can't beat them, like there's just no chance you're going to be able to beat the rest of the game. But once you get good enough to beat that boss, the rest of the game doesn't feel nearly as insurmountable as it was before. So like I always consider them like your your proper test of whether you've understood the game well enough to be able to go on and finish it. And um, I just couldn't get my head around him. He was just battering me left, right and centre over and over and over again. And then eventually I just got so frustrated that I just kept playing it over and over until eventually I just managed to get all his moves down and I did him without dying once. And I was like, that was ridiculous. That took me four hours to do that. And then I did a perfect run without even 
thinking about it because I was just too angry. You know, like when you get so angry that you stop thinking and you just almost go on automatic because you're so livid. Like when people just... mentioned Sekiro was their game of the week two years later. Yeah, literally that. Yeah, 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 how, yeah. how you're feeling right now, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, it just finally clicked. And then once it did, it was just like, it was magic. Right? When you finally click into that game and you get the mechanics and you you know, go up against the boss and you deflect like seven attacks in a row, like perfect timing, nail it, absolutely. It's brilliant. And, you know, with Returnal, I didn't quite get that same like difficulty satisfaction that other people got. But with Sekiro, it was like, ah, this is one that's kicking my ass. <laughs> like I'm getting my ass handed to me every single fight. Um, and that's the satisfaction that comes with being the boss are great. And it's, I wanted to play it before I played Elden Ring and finally did. And uh, yeah, it's got me super psyched to play Elden Ring now. And yeah, I'm excited to see how the combat system has changed, if it has, because I didn't play the beta. So, yeah, all in all, I would recommend it two years later when everyone's already played it. So pretty much a pointless recommendation, but I just thought I'd throw it in there. Great. You're welcome, Ross. It's not like we never recommended Sekiro before. Love you, mate. Love you. <laughs> well, I like, I, I, I like you as a friend right now. Okay, I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll take it. <laughs> no, I love you. You're the best. Thank you, dude. Uh, Kat, what's your game of the week? Crash Four? Uh, fuck no! <laughs> <laughs> I've uh, I've luckily got a new PlayStation controller for Christmas. I do not want to ruin or any of them. Really. Did you get a fancy color? I didn't, only because I was going to get a fancy color uh, before the fancy colors were released. I was just going to get like a like a black one or a red one because that was what was released before, wasn't it? And then I thought, oh no, red will go really shoddily with my white PlayStation. And so I never did. And so I got a white one instead. I asked for a white one because I just wanted it all to match. And then literally like, I don't know, two weeks later, um, after I asked for this new one, I was getting it. um, The colours got released and I was like, for fuck's sake. (laughs) So by then it was too late. Uh, But I will. In the future, I will. I really like the red one. Um, I like the purple one too. But uh, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Um, Anyway, my game of the week is a game called Oxen Free. I bloody loved it. It was a great I'm, game. I'm loving all these 2019 games that you guys are bringing back. Yeah, literally, literally. And do you know what? I found it because I, I couldn't sleep one night. And I was like, oh, I've got a couple of days off. Like, I might just check out the indie list for, like, the year. Like, see. And weirdly, on about five of the articles, Oxenfree kept coming up. And I was like, I'm sure Oxenfree is an old game. Uh, but people would just say, like, you know... This is, this is just one of the games that they consistently recommend every year because it's so great and it still stands, you know, head and shoulders above a lot of really get great games. And I was like, I'll shove it. I'll see how much it is on the store. And it was 89p. And I was like, uh, yeah, okay. Like, absolutely. I honestly couldn't get off of it. I think I, I, think I did the whole... I spent like almost all night on it. Like I think I started at like 8 and didn't get off till 4. And then I restarted it again when I woke up. Like... It's just such a cool little game. And if you don't know like, too much about it, it's essentially a group of friends who go to this kind of island that is kind of surrounded by like mystical, like there's this woman who lives on it. It's like a day trip island, but you know, it's got a little town and a little lighthouse and a beach. And they go there to drink and have a party. And then they want to check out some caves because the caves are apparently haunted. Um, and they bring like a little radio with them because of, you know, like the wave frequency ghost thing. Um, and they set something off, um, which kind of warps them into a weird, kind of opens up, I guess, like a, a rift 
so to speak, in reality. Um, and yeah, it's just really, really, really cool. And uh, the whole game is kind of side scrolling, um, but you, you choose your location that you go in and the decisions that you make along the way will essentially, I guess, foreshadow your story um, of what's ahead of you and it will really impact your game and you can kind of be mean and people can die. It's very kind of similar to the, um, is it the, um, the anthology series, like um, it goes beyond me now like um little hope those kind of games very oh, similar the dark, to that. The dark pictures that's it the dark pictures yeah um but it's kind of i guess like an india version of that and it's mostly on dialogue as opposed to kind of doing anything particularly special but it's so engaging for what it is it's such a simple concept that is so engaging i normally don't love like a lot of reading but i was just so engaged to become this character and just be like yeah I'll play it as me to begin with and then like because I'm such a trophy whore um you have to do a mean playthrough you have to be like a really big pitch to everybody um and then you have to do a silent playthrough um where you don't say anything at all and what was really amazing is that even in your second playthrough in New Game Plus there are loads of stuff that that's different even if you are kind of playing a very similar playthrough to what you played previously they still recognize that you're playing the game again and then and I read up that the devs didn't want you to feel bored so they actually keep in and change dialogue depending on how long you've played it which is really cool I thought that was really well thought out and it's probably the best 89p I spent all year so and even better and I love when this happens there's a sequel coming out this year oh amazing love it oh yeah so there is yeah there is in March well rumored for March so um yeah which will be super super exciting I love when I do that I do that with mostly with Netflix series everyone's got the hype and then I watch it like two years later and then they bring out the next season like six months later yeah yeah and then you've got to wait another two years Literally. And this is what happened with God of War as well. I I was really late to the party of God of War. And now uh, Ragnarok's around the corner. Voucher Wow. Well, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Ross, what is your game of the year? Um what game of the year so far? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, in the tradition of um being really late to the party on particular video games. And 2019? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Fucking Among Us, man. I mean, my God. <gasps> You're like I, maybe three weeks behind myself and Sean, but I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I hate, I hate myself so much. Mm-hmm. But I find myself every day going, oh, I'll play a bit of Among Us. Yep. Yep. Then you've got like a spare 20 minutes. Then like four hours later, I'm like, oh, fuck. Mm. I'm so bad at being the imposter. It's actually quite funny at this point. I can't get I can't I can't do it. <laughs> I'm not I'm not sneaky enough. <laughs> it's really bad. What do what lets you down? Are you just too excited and then like, oh, just you, like you kill like, someone and then someone else is in the room yeah, or like and it's like right, okay. Oh, there's someone going down there. Okay, I'll get them. Bam. Ah oh, shit. There was that someone, was there. someone walking see. behind them. <laughs> oh, we're two minutes into this. This is a disaster. Oh, I'm just gonna disappear. Um oh. or or I'll go down, I'll I'll kill someone, go an event, then I'll vent around. And like, oh, there's someone there. I'll kill them. Forgetting about the cooldown on the kill. And then yep. just jumping out yep. of the vent. And then be like, yep. hi, I'm the imposter. And they literally like <laughs> run to the emergency table. And then you have to do this thing where if you get there first, you can quickly blame them. But if, if they yeah. get there first, you're kind of fucked. <laughs> I'm so bad at being the imposter. But I'm pretty good at, I play the objective when I'm a crewmate. I get all my tasks done. You know? Nice. Well you done. know, I'm, I'm, I'm helpful. Well done. But yeah. um. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't speak up too much in the uh, the accusations. Just sort of let them fly. 
I let them fly unless someone accuses me or if someone foundedly accuses me, like what happened to you? Um, Like if someone's in the room, I will purposely say that that person chased me or that I saw that person do it. (laughs) And I knew I'll get there first. It's like this race between who can type the fastest because then all the votes come in and you're like, shit. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. Love it. Completely agree. It's it's, it's, I hate it, but I love it. It's really irritating. How sad. You've platinumed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, I did. My days. Yeah, it was one okay. of my four games for the four days, I think. I haven't done that yet. But um that means you have to do like over five hundred tasks, isn't it, for one of the trophies? Yep. <laughs> wow. Yep. Yeah, it does. And it also means I have to have done a hundred and fifty kills. It's been out for less than a month, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> wow. I got no shame. I got some shame, but I've got mostly no shame. Mars, can you confirm that Among Us is something that's constantly on in the background of your household? <laughs> it's always there. Miles won't play it. He not, yeah. Honestly, it's well, like team trolling. Like Miles is the worst for how toxic he is when he speaks whilst he games. And well, I that's think that's not very nice. I don't say it at people. I just say it. To no, myself. you say it out loud. Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm playing Dead by Daylight. <laughs> he is the most vitriol person. Yeah. But like um, Among Us is the perfect game to like be a little bit toxic, but not personally toxic. You're not like bullying people, but like it, it's you know to like play the game kind of thing. That is the game, isn't it? Um, to kind of try and manipulate people to not vote you. Um. And yeah, he's just like, no, it looks crap. And I was like, it's I'd get banned. I would honestly get banned. Daylight. Someone would falsely accuse me and I would say things that should never be said. I would be banned outright. Oh, I've seen I've seen horrific things in the Yeah, team. I got my <laughs> That's what I, I mean. <laughs> yeah, I got a Sony warning. Um, exactly. See, you've never had a Sony right, warning in your life. Right, so here's my Sony warning. So yeah, so here's my story. So somebody called me for no reason as well, like because I wasn't even really speaking. And then somebody said, New pig is, and then the F word. The F word that isn't fuck. Okay, mm-hmm. so then they emailed me. They they actually messaged me on PlayStation because I I said in the Among Us chat that's a little bit out of order. I was like, oh, so that's quite homophobic to try and get other people to be like, yeah, that was too far, mate. Like, anyway, some people were like, yeah, that was a bit far. Like, there was no need to, to do that. New pig stand up. Oh, my username on Among Us is New Pig. I don't know why it was like the the like the default username, and then I got attached to it. <laughs> so yeah so then they were like oh that's really out of order like anyway then he messaged me on playstation so he found my playstation of the like when you go onto the crew mm-hmm. and then he just messaged me saying um i hope you don't sleep at night <laughs> i guess he was really <laughs> sour that i must have killed him or something i have no idea and then i just said like did you really just like message me on playstation to tell me that like are you that sour about a game and he just said something he said something and then i called him a little bitch he called me the F word, but I guess I got caught out for calling him a little bit. This is what I mean, though. Someone would like make a false accusation and try to run me up, and I just, I just go way too far. What like is that. um, what is your, what is your day job? My day job. Mm. Um, not one where I should be calling people little bitches, <laughs> but <laughs> but it could have been a lot worse. Like I think little bitch is pretty tame for what he called me. Yeah. But PlayStation yeah. obviously didn't see that. PlayStation just saw him say, I hope you don't sleep at night. And then me say, well, you're a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so I bet the moderator had a fun time reading that. I bet he had a good chat. Yeah, but yeah. There, was one, so- the, 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 there was one time where there was like one guy in a room just being a complete asshole, saying horrific things to people and to the women, yeah. to, to, to the women that were playing. I was like, right, we should kick this guy because he's being a dick. Yeah. And everyone else in the room went, oh, stop being a little twat. And then they kicked me. <laughs> What? <laughs> oh, mate. 
mate. It's toxic. I love it. I love the game. Though, oh my God. Some rooms are a bit strange. Some rooms were like, there was this guy who couldn't stop asking for people's Snapchats. And people were like, you're desperate here. And it's like, why would we want to give you our Snapchat? Like, you're literally... And they'd be like, depending on what colour you are, they'll say you're fit or what your username is. So I've got little bearers. And, like, I'm brown because, like, otherwise then I look like an actual bear, which is super cool. And, um... And they're like, oh, new pig, DM me, hon, you look cute. And I'm like, but if I put a pirate hat on, what am I then? <laughs> so <laughs> creepy. So weird. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, and enough among us talk. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I've got to stop. I haven't really picked up anything else, really, to be honest. Good game. Um, good game. So it's, uh, yeah, just that. Mm-hmm. Just that. I need to get back into, there's, there's, there's some cool stuff on Game Pass now, so I need to jump into those. Nice. But um, and there's you know, Goldeneye might be on Game Pass soon. Fucking hell! So, oh, that is very exciting. But what's more exciting is it's the first quiz of 2022. <laughs> Let's go! Let's go! I really hope this goes better than the last couple I contributed to. It won't. Um, oh. <laughs> to be fair, actually, I think. No, please Ross, not start off this year being fucking terrible. I think Ross might have a tiny advantage. Maybe is it, is it all about Sonic? That yes. wouldn't be a tiny no, advantage. Uh, that would literally be an instant all about No, it's not. Um, it's it's a really random quiz. There's a couple of random crap in there. Uh, more of a recent quiz. Some some questions about this year already. Some questions about last year. Some questions about games in general. And then some old retro game stuff too. Shit. So, and some of the some of the questions are arguably like guesses because they're percentages, but. Whatever, yeah. So we'll whatever, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. whatever. It's it's quiz quiz. Whatever. Quiz. <laughs> quiz, isn't it? So I can do it like. <laughs> um, and you guys didn't like my describe a game badly section. So I no, no, no. We did like it. No, we loved it. It just they weren't bad descriptions. That's the problem. <laughs> well, <laughs> except except for bug snacks. Fruit fruit salad. Yeah, fruit oh, salad. Oh dear yeah. lord! You'd forgotten about that, hadn't you, Roscoe? I had a mate of mine text me in capital letters, fruit salad. <laughs> I love it. He said, he said, I nearly crashed my fucking car. <laughs> I don't want to be, the, you know, I don't want to be the reason that someone else like... Nearly caused a pileup on the M5, Kat. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So funny, um, that yeah. question was just Out of rage or because he laughed so much? Or? he laughed so much. Okay, well, that's okay. You know, die oh, yeah, happy yeah. and all that shit. Yeah. I don't think anyone could be mad at it. Like, it wasn't no. anything to enrage you. It was just absolutely hilarious. Okay, well, that makes me feel bad. Because they're all fruit? No, 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 they're not. <laughs> no, it's right, just the not. silence of, like, you can hear the tumbleweeds of me and Ross. You're like, um... And Kat going, oh, shit, yeah, there are more than that, aren't there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a hot dog one, and yeah, my bad. Yeah. But mm. most of them are fruit. Anyway, it says it's an argument for another day. What are <laughs> Faster <laughs> finger first. Uh, Ross, what is your buzzer for this week? What is my buzzer? That's a very good question. Well, okay, well, where am I? <laughs> yeah, okay, relatable. <laughs> there might be, uh, there, there might be some more Sonic ones, different ones, right. but they're all they're all related to Sonic in some way. Nice, uh, Miles. What is your buzzer for this week? Jill. Nice, okay, a little bit of Resident Evil one. Um, <clears throat> gotta be. Gotta be, gotta be, gotta be. Um, so if you are listening and have no idea what we're about to do, we're about to do a quiz where I will 
speak of the question and whoever buzzes in first gets to answer it if they get it wrong it goes automatically to the other person and they are frozen out there is a spiritual point question here which means what? you know just for bants you know just for pride you can maybe get a spiritual point and i guess if it comes down to it and there is a tie whoever gets the spiritual point or whoever has the spiritual point if they do have it will win the game just to let you know so i'll be ready guys pressure that's a spiritual point it shouldn't count to the final score no well, no because it's gonna, it's gonna listen Rob. It's <laughs> sorry, my sorry, sorry. Listen to the rules, bitch. what i'm saying is that the there is an answer but there's a secondary bit of the answer where if you get that you get a spiritual point now should you get that you will win the quiz if it's a tie so what i'm saying ross is don't let it be a tie <laughs> okay it's half a point yeah ross okay nail it nine out of ten. Oh, oh oh i'm good at nailing quizzes <laughs> Quizzes. I'm good at nailing quizzes. Welcome back to the Finger Yards podcast, everyone. <laughs> Woo! Okay. All right. Well, Professional Alfred's and Miles, are you ready? <laughs> I'm not sure I am after that, to be honest. Okay. Well, get ready. So, question one. The thing is, I get too excited uh, uh, in <laughs> Ross. Um, question one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to be frozen out? Clean no. up. Sorry. You guys don't give Sean this disrespect. Yeah, I think it's when it's just me and Ross. Like, yeah, play up like, like, like I'm the supply teacher of the classroom, yeah. and you're all like just chucking the glue out. Anyway, anyway, I the thing is, I need to remember to like actually keep score because I get too excited and engrossed in the quiz that yeah. I forget. Anyway, question one: What is the number one selling game of 2022 already? Uh, uh, Amy Ross. Uh, GTA 5? No. Oh, that was going to be my guess as well. Um... Jill. What else? Among Us. No. <laughs> uh, the answer was, weirdly, it must be a Christmas thing. Um, Mario Kart 8. Um... It's number one in the game charts. Yeah, <sighs> makes a lot of sense. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Keep going. Um... Fine. Uh, question two according to a recent study what is the average age of a gamer this is not multiple choice Jill Miles 27 nope well if you well if if Ross is closer then I'll give it to Ross but if you're not then no Ross I mean I mean it could there's there's an infinite number of numbers Gat well, there's not. There's a lifespan of around uh, averagely ninety three, and then the word average suggests that it's not exact. So you can have a ballpark answer between I don't know the ages of five and ninety three. Uh, uh, Amy, Ross, twenty four. Okay, um, I'm going to give that to Miles. Miles, you're the closest. The average study, the um, average age of a gamer is thirty four. Oh, really? Um, yeah, for females, um, averagely, they range from 36, and for males, it's 32. Well, I've only oh. just turned 35, so I'm completely average. No, 30. <laughs> and now, uh, does that mean that I'm, like, peaking at 29? Because I've got a long way to go yet. For peak game of time. Peak game of time. Mm-hmm. Quit my job now. Um, question three. What percentage of Americans play games daily? 12 27, 50, 60%, or 73%? Tails? <laughs> Ross? <laughs> uh, 60 seems like a lot. 
There's a lot of people in America. There is a lot of people in America. I'd say 27. You are incorrect, Miles. Hmm. Uh, what was the third option? 50. Um, 50% of Americans. First one was 12. Yep, first one was 12. Second one's 27, which, you know, Ross just picked, so that's not right. 50%, 60%, or 73%. I'll say 50. Wrong. Um, <laughs> anybody want to guess for a spiritual point? Is it 12? No. Is it 70? No. 67. It's 60. 60% of Americans. Apparently. Oh, see, that's I was nuts. like, oh, that's, that's a lot of people. Like, yeah, it is a lot like, of certain, people. Sound like areas of America, like, can't even have access to that kind of stuff, like Alaska. But I, don't know. I know, but then you think of the massive states like. California. Fair. Um, okay. Well, this isn't going well. This isn't going well. Yeah, yeah it's going so many so far. Mm. Um, okay, you might, you guys might know this. I don't worry. Um, nice. What was the first console in space? Oh no! I remember reading about this. You get a spiritual point if you get the game as well. Wow. Oh. Ross. The Game Boy? Yeah, it was. Well done. Fuck you, Ross. Fuck <laughs> you. Do you want to have a little go at the game? Tetris. Yeah, it yeah. was. Had to be Tetris. Oh, get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Fair well play, played. mate. Fair play. Um, okay, uh, question, whatever, question next. One, two, three, four, five. Question five. Which famous game character's original art concept was initially supposed to be an armadillo? Tails? Oh. Ross. Sonic. Yes, <laughs> you're correct. I actually hate you. <laughs> I actually knew that one. It was a Sonic one I knew. Sonic, Sonic. <laughs> me. Uh, me. <laughs> me. Me. <laughs> um, question six. What is Mario's last name? Or Mario Luigi's last name? He has a last name? Yeah. Silence. Silence in the room. Are we thinking? Are we going for all the last names we ever know? Does anybody want to give it a guess? No, nobody does. <laughs> it's, I mean... Uh, is it an Italian surname? It is uh, stupider than you think. Right. Is it plumber? Oh my god, no! But wouldn't it be great, oh. Chris Howard? <laughs> no, it'd be, it'd be Chris, Hi, Pratt. Chris Mario, Chris Pratt. <laughs> uh, no, Miles, can I have a jump in? Bros. No, so apparently Mario's oh, yeah, last I... name. Yeah, go on. Miles, go on. No, sorry, go on. I was going to say apparently Mario's last name is Mario. Oh. <laughs> I shit you not. Apparently, Luigi's last name is Mario. I'm sorry. Mario's I just. I'm sorry. I just. I, I just buzzed in. No, you didn't. No, I did though. Tails. Post me saying it. You're frozen out, mate. No, I didn't. I didn't give you an answer. You didn't let me answer. You went, Miles. Have you got an answer? And I, you didn't let me have an answer. It's not I'm my not fault that you that. told me the answer before you buzzed. Sorry, <laughs> Listen, Mario. You guys have been silent for the last four minutes. <laughs> it doesn't <Impossible>. count. <laughs> 
<laughs> right question whatever next how many games are I'm there averagely that. no you're not no, i am because you didn't <laughs> let me answer that's that, that's on you my friend <laughs> anyway the how buzzer many... is very important you didn't even let miles buzz <laughs> yeah who got that point me 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 thank <laughs> you very much let's move on okay fine. three points let's go Okay, how many games are there averagely in the Steam library? Uh, 1,500, 7,500, 21,000, 30,000, or 65,432? Miles? The third one. Uh, 21,000? Yeah, sure. Wrong. Oh. Ross? (laughs) Would you like to buzz in, Ross? (laughs) Uh, What are the options again? Uh, 1,500, uh, 7,500, 21,000, 30,000, or 65,432. Very specific, that last one, isn't it? 3,000? 3,000. 2,000. That, that wasn't an option, was it? <laughs> no. Oh. Uh, the second one. 7,500. Yeah. Wrong. The amount of average games in the Steam library is 30,000, approximately. Absolute bullshit. Yeah, mental, isn't it? Absolutely mental. Um, I think we're getting a little bit screwed over here, Miles, to be honest with you. I know, right? We're getting done in. Yeah, we are. Yeah, you are. But Ross, you're winning, so don't moan. (laughs) Okay, let's go. Carry on. (laughs) Great, please continue. Uh, question eight: Which game uh, was PlayStation's most downloaded game in December 2021? Tales. Ross. Among Us. Yep. Ross. You son of a bitch. <laughs> it was three quid. <laughs> yeah, it was three pound like twenty or something ridiculous like that. Okay. Um, question nine: Ahead of the release for Gotham Knights, which strange but yummy collaboration is coming to stores in March for Batman's films? Strange but yummy. Yeah. Not strange, yummy, as in like it's a strange collaboration, but it's yummy. It's a bit um, out there. For the Batman film? Yeah, for the Batman film. Oh. How game related? Uh yes, but on the game side of the Batmans, <laughs> it's got the, the lights coming this year. <laughs> Smart. Smart. Tails? Ross. Uh KFC bat chicken. Do you know what? Wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> but no. No. Miles, would you like to buzz in and have a go? Miles. Domino's pizza. No. The answer is Oreos. Um... They're going to have like little bat symbols on their biscuits. Okay. All Weird. Right, <laughs> cool. oh, this, this quiz has not gone down well this January. Doing... <laughs> I've just, I've just continued how bad I was last year. We're like, not having strange. a happy new year, are we? <laughs> and um, which game, question 10, which game has been rumoured to take nearly 500 hours to fully complete? Oh, 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 oh. Miles? Dying like Tales? Two. Yes. 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 Uh, the, title, the title is actually Dying Like Two, Stay Human. Oh, piss off. <laughs> oh, Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only kidding. Okay, I just need a point, please. Oh, okay. Uh, I guess so... Miles isn't getting any codes this year. <laughs> Especially not dying like two. <laughs> <laughs> 
only if you can request it in its full entirety. Um, so, Ross, you got three points, one spiritual point and one Ross point, whatever you want to call that. Ross point. Uh, so that's, uh, that's four points. Four points and one spiritual point. And, uh, Miles, you. you got two points. Well, oh, yeah. I mean, that was better than my last performance where I got one. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad at all. You threw, threw in a Sonic and an Among Us question. Yeah. That's why I said you might have a little bit of a... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right, pal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh well, thank you very much, Cap. That's okay. That's all right. Always, always nice to start the year in a on a winning streak. On a really bad news for Miles. <laughs> As usual. Well done, uh, guys. Well done. Well done, Ross. Thank you, Miles. Well done to you too. Thanks, mate. Well done for my two points. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can we get a can we get a Tomb Raider quiz? The the, the sequel. The sequel. Mm. <laughs> There's enough facts about it. We don't have to get real nerdy. You could go to that uh, book that you reviewed. There must be something there that are cool. Yeah, but like real nerd. That's real nerdy stuff. Like you really have to pay Tomb Raider to like for that book. Book was amazing, but I mean, I'd have to have some real knowledge to know that already. I could do like an Among Us quiz. Oh, okay. I'll skip that week. (laughs) Do a Sonic quiz. No, no, I'm definitely skipping that week. (laughs) Uh, If you prefer the specific quizzes, then I will do them. Um, could you do a bug stacks quiz? <laughs> oh, every, just... every answer is fruit salad. <laughs> yeah, just every answer. <laughs> the problem, problem with the bug stacks quiz is that you only you only know that there are fruit creatures in bug stacks. <laughs> I thought it was vague and, enough that you would get. It doesn't matter anyway. Every answer will be uh, a fruit. Correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. gonna live forever in history. Is like it, that was a proper meme moment. Shut up, Miles. Magnificent. <laughs> it was brilliant. To Cat's be fair. crowning achievement. Honestly, like no, my incre- crowning incredible. achievement are like my amazing metaphors. Okay. Nah, fruit salad. I'm afraid. <laughs> That's why we get cancelled over <laughs> fruit salad. <laughs> right, let's get into some news, shall we? Go on then. Yeah. Yeah. Naughty dog apparently have multiple things going on. Now, we know of a few, kind of. We know of one, anyway. The Last of Us 2 factions multiplayer is a thing that they are working on and is coming, but they said that there's some other stuff coming too. Neil Druckmann has told the press, we're dying to share with you the multiple game projects we have in other works at Naughty Dog. So, my friends, what the hell are Naughty Dog working on? Kat? I have no idea. Um... It's, it's a difficult one for Naughty Dog because I think they're so beloved for The Last of Us and Uncharted that maybe they're doing some sort of female version because they have said that it's close to home. So maybe they're doing like a... I don't know. I initially thought DLC-wise, maybe they're going to promote the film of Uncharted. Maybe they're going to... I don't know... Make an ode to something. The last time we do some Last of Us DLC, it might be multiplayer, but pfft, don't know. I've got it's hard to say with them because they've just stuck to the same kind of single hand game, like fingers on one hand game for the last couple of years. And whatever they do is always incredible. So I have no doubt it will be amazing. But they have they've kind of said like, here's this amazing gift. We're not going to tell you anything about it, which does like, 
just give us a bone at least like something you know when's it out what's it doing what kind of thing is it but all they've kind of really said is that they're releasing they've got lots of fingers and lots of different pies and they cannot wait to tell us and it's close to you know the, the story and the and the kind of development style that they they do and that was it hmm. um so for me I've, I've not got much speculation i would love to see like a uh like obviously we do have they are very very good at like splitting gender roles and they're very very good at um well i say very very good but they are they are really good at i guess addressing political issues they're good at you know so whatever they do i'm sure it'd be fantastic i would love to see like and i get that we have kind of had that with the last of us too in terms of like female protagonists of abby and ellie i'd love to see a game where maybe the abby and the ellie are the joel kind of thing um not necessarily like a zombie land but maybe like a maybe not too close to tomb raider because that's like male and you know female uncharted but which essentially is i guess tomb raider but yeah i I don't know but i know that it would be great and well hopefully it's great hopefully you know they haven't rushed it and this is something that's been in the works for a while because every single game that they do is always years and years in development so i'd be interested to know but am i a bit peeved that they've just randomly dropped this bomb and said nothing yeah a little bit because it's just like okay when's (laughs) when's the next piece of the cake that you're gonna give us yeah Um, i mean we know that they've got the Uncharted collection coming out. Yes, uh, so we soon, know that. Yeah, and we know to the movie. Yeah, I guess so. Um, and the release dates, anyway, not really the content so much. Sure, and then we've obviously got the remake. The Last of Us remake, indeed. Yes, and then we've got the multiplayer of The Last of Us Two. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I mean, is that what they're referring to? Do you reckon, or do you reckon these are completely new IPs or projects or? I think they are going to milk every cent out of their two franchises before they move on. You reckon, so you reckon it's more, that's what I thought initially, that it, this is more DLC related or this is more... I think The Last of Us remake, whilst it hasn't been confirmed anywhere, is a pretty much a guarantee at this point. Um, and it'll be this year sometime. Um, the multiplayer factions, I mean, God knows when that's coming out. The Last of Us Part 2 was out now nearly, nearly... A year and a half ago so i would say that's closer than we think i, mean, I would say that before any kind of remake i don't know it's wild isn't it we've seen nothing about it no and you know the uncharted collection is just the uncharted collection it's just you know, yeah that's just like deal. re-releasing grand theft auto 5 for the thousandth time yeah yeah and then yeah i think we'll probably see another you know the last of us 2 while it got the 4k upgrade for the ps5 but it's not like a remaster no so much so i think we'll get that and then i think down the road I think part three is inevitable, but I think it's years and years and years away. Oh, 100%. And uh, maybe like an Abbey DLC? A no. very, very short Abbey DLC? No, there won't be any more content for, for part two, and I think. You don't reckon? No. I think if they were going to put extra content onto The Last of Us Part Two, they would have included factions, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I think that, like, like The Last of Us Two is such a contained thing that we're not going to see a left behind for part two, is my yeah. thinking. Because Left Behind wasn't that didn't come out that far later than the first one, yeah. And I think we're way ahead of that now. And so, yeah, I I think Life is Part Two. Unfortunately, because that would be cool, but it would be cool to see the Abby Abby joining the Fireflies and stuff. I think that'd be interesting. Yeah, but that's I don't know what story there is to tell between yeah. there, and, there and the Fireflies because it's like 
okay, they're just going on another long journey to, to a place. Yeah, another really long journey that they'll come back to eventually after going home again. Um, yeah. But <laughs> yeah, and I guess that's why I'm dubious to like my initial gut reaction is that this is Uncharted related or it's Last of Us related. But then I'm like, but you've said new projects, multiple new pro-. And I'm like, are you actually going to really twist the definition of new there and just tap mm-hmm. it as like, well, it's the Last of Us, but this, so that's still new. Um, yeah, I have, I have, you know, I have a belief that they probably are working on a new IP. But yeah. It's a long, long way to go. Yeah. That'll be a long way off, maybe. Yeah. And I think we would have seen something in E3 or any of the game stuff because they would have, like, you know, they'd love to have owned that in COVID year, you know? So I don't know. Yeah, I think uh, this year all we'll see is the Uncharted and Last of Us remake, I think. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Curious to see what they might be working on after that. Uh, Miles, sorry, we haven't left you with a lot of options, but um, what do you reckon? Uh, Yeah, pretty much what you guys have said. Um, I could see them doing a standalone expansion thing, a bit like they did with The Lost Legacy for The Last of Us, maybe focusing on a different character or a couple of different characters. You know, it could be something about Tommy or... So they've got quite a lot in that universe they can work with, so I wouldn't be surprised if they decided to branch out and do like a smaller... A smaller game but as a standalone expansion on its own um i think they might go the route of what a lot of sony exclusives have done which is that they are going to do a ps5 upgrade version and add extra content in the shape of either dlc or extra whatever's um to it so i wouldn't be surprised if that happened if it was like a decent upgrade and then extra content smattered in they're still doing the tv show and Druckmann's working directly on that so he probably is referring to that as well uh yeah last of us remakes probably on the way the uncharted collection that's coming out um i think they will go to uncharted next before they go back to the last of us i watched a like a deep dive response that troy baker and neil Druckmann did when they talked about the response to the last of us part two and how polarizing it was and he said how they like to go between the two franchises because it's like a massive palette cleanser for them they go from the, the light-hearted adventure you know, fun stories of Nathan Drake or, you know, in the, the Lost Legacy, it was Chloe. And then they like to kind of swap over to the more serious kind of, you know, deep-rooted themes, I guess, of The Last of Us. So I imagine it will be an Uncharted project that will be the next proper game that will come out with. But they could go really off the wall and go for a Jack game because they haven't done a Jack game since 2005 and everybody loved that franchise and it was award-winning in its time. So, you know, they could, yeah, they could they go could... proper out there if they wanted to. They could bring back a Jack Attack though. Yeah, yeah, they're good. Especially with the success of Ratchet and Clank. They're very similar. Yeah, I think there's more appetite for those kind of games now. I think they kind of reached a plateau in the two, two 2010s when everything was either a shooter or Skyrim. Um, there wasn't really an appetite for those kind of games, but I think they're kind of back in fashion now. And yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they remade one of those games. Um, that would I'd be like wild to- after... It would from, from it? the makers of The Last of Us Part Two. Could you imagine? Yeah, comes Jack. Jack and Dexter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'd be so good. Um, to be honest, I'd really like to see them work on something new. Um, I think The Last of Us is a series. I was very happy with the first one. Obviously, we had the big part about the second one, but I feel like they've told two, you know, in their own ways, very good stories in their own ways. Um, and Uncharted for me, after Uncharted 4, I felt like it was done. I didn't feel like you can't do anything more with Nathan Drake's character, I don't think, without really stretching it to the point of, you know, unnecessary bloat. So if they do do something with Uncharted, I want it to either be like 
a new character or a new scenario, new people basically, or I want, I would like to see a new IP for them. I'd like to see them do something creative again and actually go into, you know, a different genre or a different style or, you know, they have such good story storytelling, you know, quality in their ranks that I just want to see them do other things because we know that they can do the, the dark, gritty, brutal stuff and we know they can do the fun, adventurous Indiana Jones stuff but I want to see what more they can do. And I feel like as a creative team, I think they'll probably want to branch out at some point. I don't think they'll want to just be defined by the two franchises. So I could see, you know, Uncharted going off to another franchise to do like sub stories or sub games. And then just so that Sony can still make the money from Uncharted's name. Um, but I'd like to see Naughty Dog go on to something new. So that's what I'm hopeful for, but you just never really know anymore of whether they'll just be mandated to keep making games that make money. So yeah, we'll have to wait and see, but yeah, I want them to do something that we don't know, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I'd love to see a gritty reboot of Jack and Dexter. Oh, my God, imagine going down a dark path into revenge. Jack is just in an empty house playing guitar in her bedroom. <laughs> yeah, missing a finger. Yeah. <laughs> I will kill every last one of them. <laughs> Are you sure you want to do this on your own? Uh, Druckmann, are you okay? Yes, do it. Harder. <laughs> they must suffer. Everybody must die. If you're wondering about the uh, the pod that uh, Miles mentioned, you can find our Last of Us 2 one-year retrospective in the podcast list on your various podcast services. It's a cracking episode. I really like that one. It was like two, like two hours long, wasn't it? We went into a proper deep dive on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was me and Toby versus Cat and Miles. <laughs> Very <laughs> much <laughs> was. <laughs> Pretty much like <laughs> defined the game's reception of like the polar opposites. And that was exactly what it was like on the pod as well. But what was really beautiful about the pod, that pod in particular, was that by the end of it, me and Miles could kind of see where you and Toby were coming from. And then you and Toby could kind of see where we, me and Miles were coming from. And it was like this this coming together of two two really opposing opinions that kind of like gave each other a hug and was like yeah okay I'll take some of your stuff too I guess yeah it was cool it was a really good pod actually it's yeah. weird to think that it was like what seven months six months ago now it was yeah give it a listen one of our spoiler stuff also there's a Spider-Man No Way Home spoiler special if you want to head back and listen to that which again was another very fun conversation so much emotion so much uh, so much emotion I've seen it again since then. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> was it just as emotional? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I knew I knew what was coming, so I was like getting emotional before it happened. <laughs> In preparation. Like, oh my god, it's about to happen. It's about to happen. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think everyone in there had seen it already because everyone was like it was a lot more tempered. Oh, uh, okay. Fair. But yeah. I'll watch it again. Oh yes. Elsewhere in the world, Ubisoft Plus. You know that thing that they have on PC? You pay like £12 a month and then you get all the Ubisoft games ever made. Well, that is coming to Xbox this year. Now, we can confirm it is not going to be part of Game Pass. It will be a separate subscription. But yes, I will read from the official press release. Ubisoft have announced that its Ubisoft subscription will be coming to Xbox in the future. Originally for PC, the service allows access to more than 100 Ubisoft titles at a single monthly cost with games and DLC available on launch day and monthly rewards including cosmetics, boosters, items, and more. But that's not all. Ubisoft also announced that Rainbow Six Extraction will be a day-one addition to Xbox Game Pass, allowing them to play on Xbox consoles and PC right from the game's launch on January 20th. So, Ubisoft's streaming service is, well, not streaming service, but download service, is coming to Xbox. Finally, uh, Miles, what do you make of this? 
never having to buy a Ubisoft game on Xbox ever again. I mean, I don't really buy any Ubisoft games on day one anyway. Um, yes, yeah, think... but this is a hypothetical thing. Jesus. Uh, I mean, oh, this guy. Sorry, sorry. I just, I can't, I can't get excited for Ubisoft stuff anymore. I'm just bored of them. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be really good for games like, you know, like Riders Republic is a game that I would like to try. I'd like to play it with my mates, but I don't want to buy it. And so, you know, in a sense, but I just... Just put it on Game Pass. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I feel like it's a money-making scheme for them, again, because they know that people don't want to buy their games day one. because they A subscription of... model is a money-making scheme. I know, I know. I know it sounds obvious, but it just, I think the cynical part of me is just like, they're just trying to milk as much as, as, much as possible as they already can. And I, I don't really like it. I feel like Game Pass is already there. Just put it on Game Pass and whatever, but... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I, I'm not really the best person for it. I kind of burned out on Ubisoft games when they turned Assassin's Creed into another, like, repeating formula over and over again. And the same with kind of Far Cry. You know, I want to play Far Cry 6, but I know that I'm going into, like, a 40, 50-hour game of just the same stuff as what I've played, like, the past four games. Um, and, like, the more interesting ones, like Riders Republic, I don't, I don't necessarily want to pay a subscription just so that I can try that game out i would rather just wait until it goes on sale because most ubisoft games do go on sale pretty quickly and just buy the game and then sell it on or you know just have it in my library forevermore but i just i don't know if it's as much value for money as because how much did you say it was you say it was 30? Um, they haven't yeah they haven't confirmed it on the Xbox, oh, okay but it's uh, on pc it's 13 pounds a month i mean and that's like that is literally their entire history yeah, I get that, but then Game Pass is cheaper. <laughs> That's loads more. It is, but it's very dependent on... The way I look at it is that, yeah, these games will be day one, regardless. Okay. And there'll be the ultimate editions of each game, which, you know, if, you're, if you've if you bought a Ubisoft game at all in the past, you know, they, they can be upwards of 100 and 120 pounds. Yeah, they're not cheap. Um, so, I mean, from that angle, it's, it's not bad. But, yeah, that's going to be around the pricing. I don't have a retort for that though, and that is Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Like, I'd still be <laughs> upset if I paid thirteen pound just to play that game. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I feel like I don't. I, yeah, like I said, I'm a bit burnt out on Ubisoft games anyway. I think their formula is just grated on me over time, and even like the games that are a bit more, you know, outside their wheelhouse, like Immortals: Phoenix Rising, is still within their same formula. Um, and Riders Republic looks cool. I want to try it, but I'm not going to get a subscription just to play it. It's nice that the older games are on there. So I guess if I wanted a trip down like memory lane of the games that they used to make when they were creative and fun, then I might get it for a month and just play those. So I guess it does give that option. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not overly keen on it. I don't know what to think about it, if I'm being perfectly honest. I just feel like we're going to end up in a place where like all the big publishers are all going to have subscription services alongside Game Pass and Sony's going to have their one. And you're just going to end up subscribed to like 20 different things like it is for TV and stuff. And I just, I don't know, I don't like it. <laughs> Maybe I'm too old school. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's essentially what's going to happen, I think. Yeah. Um, Ubisoft Plus has been around for a while and it's doing well. It's also on Stadia. So it's um, it's certainly got an audience. You know, I think, I mean, I, 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 I like Assassin's Creed. I love the Far Cry games. Um, particularly 6, I think 6 is really good. And you know, I, I can see a benefit in this for sure. I wish it was on PlayStation. I guess mm. that's that that's the one thing. I'd be like, oh, that'd be nice. They'll never have to buy one ever again. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know, I think it's one of the things. Yeah, I can. A Far Cry game will last me about a month, six weeks mm. max. So yeah, I could, 
I could blast this subscription for a month, play it fully, and then be done with it. You know, yeah, jump on true. and off depending on what games you want to play. Yeah, that is true. I guess if you use it well, I guess what? Well, yeah, they're just kind of hoping that people will then just forget about the subscription and carry on. But if you use it cleverly, like with any subscription service, then you know there's always that benefit to it if you use it and get the most out of it. Yeah, yeah. I see your point. Fair, fair. Maybe uh, I'm just being like. A miserable kid. <laughs> Considering you're the youngest person on the podcast, it's very impressive that you sound also curmudgeonly right now. Um, Kat, what do you make of the Ubisoft Plus subscription? So, like, Miles makes a really good point in the sense of like, so fucking what? Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, and so I actually I never really thought of it like that. Like, and I think in two to three years' time, is this all going to get a bit silly? <laughs> just Ubisoft, yay, Annapurna, like or just just loads of crap like that, like not oh, just whatever. Um, I don't play a lot of Ubisoft games, although I appreciate all their titles, um, like Far Cry and Watch Dogs and all that jazz. They just, you know, they're the makers of Rayman, so I mean, pfft, love that. Um, so it's hard to say. I feel like it's all going to get a bit convoluted to have multiple multiple subscriptions on like in one area, and I feel like eventually what that's going to turn into is a ridiculously monthly price for all of it, um, where actually in realist like in realistic terms you're probably only playing one game per every six months from each bit. Um, but I guess it is good that the option is there to have that. I guess there will be some people who, like you were saying, Ross, like who do know a Ubisoft game and you are kind of a big fan of like the Far Cry series or whatever, you know, you're gonna go from there. But I mean, realistically, how often are they bringing out games to warrant a monthly subscription? Um, you know, when you can just buy the game as a one-off for you know in CEX for like half its price and not have to continue to pay something that you're playing or not playing. Um, but I guess that could be said for any then subscription service, you know, if you don't put, turn your PlayStation on, what's the point of PS Plus? So, uh, you know, I can see it both sides completely. I can't say I care too much, but equally I don't have, it's just another, I guess as well, it's another tick for Xbox. It's another like, and I love that. I love that for Xbox. Like, look how great we are. Fuck, fuck Sony. <laughs> like you think that you can get our Game Pass um competitor but look we already have ubisoft plus now so piss off um yeah so they're always one step ahead and that's that's good that's great um cool little marketing definitely money making but yeah we'll see uh, i guess the options are isn't it if people want it they'll buy it and if people don't they don't and i guess that's the that's it, it just depends what you get with it i guess you know is it is it would it be worth it or will it be a bit stale guess we'll have mm. to see because like you said ross like you could in theory buy it for one month or buy it for two months blast all the games on there have a little go of it and cancel it and there probably are going to be quite a lot of people to do it because is it too much of a niche subscription yeah that's you know i, I don't know I, and i think yes it might be a bit of a niche subscription. but i guess all of their games that they do bring out are like 30 40 50 hour games if not more, because of the Assassin's Creed's. Um, you know, obviously that uh, Rainbow Six Siege, which I've seen the trailer for about 50 times, <laughs> will be, you know, will, will drag people in. But will it keep people there? That's, don't know. Don't know, mate. So, yeah, I think it's... I haven't got much to say other than meh. Like, <laughs> like can appreciate the idea behind it. But is it something that's going to last? 
Yeah, it's an interesting one because it's got to be, um, you know, constant with uh, content, I guess. Exactly. The same yeah. way the Game Pass is, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, every month they add something to Game Pass. It feels like every week at this point, but it's like every month they add something new to Game Pass and Ubisoft will add stuff to it as and when games come out. So in terms of like a rolling subscription, I don't think it's a good idea. Yeah. But if it's there day one for games that you just want to try out, I mean, why not, you know? Yeah. It's like the new there'll be a new Assassin's Creed game on there at some point. There'll be a new mm-hmm. Far Cry, there'll be a new Watch Dogs, there'll be a new Riders Republic, there'll be fingers crossed, there'll be a new Rayman on there someday. That would be great. Or even a Rayman remastered, like the very first Rayman. Yeah. Completely remastered would be amazing. But would I just buy it instead because I don't care about the other Ubisoft games? You know, like mm. But would, could I then technically, I guess, because like, they'll do deals as well. Like, you know, like Game Pass does like one pound for the first month for all that jazz, you know. Yeah. Is that going to be more advantageous to us than it is them? Because, you know. But how fast do you guys run through games? You could do this on like a subscription quite easily because you'd be like, right. Oh, the new Assassin's Creed. Okay, I'll beat it in a week. Then I won't need to pay for it next month. Okay, bye, done. Yeah. Platinum, you're out. <laughs> that's what i mean and that's what i'm saying though like you could do that and i guess that like then is there longevity to the ubisoft subscription is this going to be the rise and fall very quickly of innocuous subscriptions <laughs> potentially yeah um yeah it's going to be new because i don't think console owners you know don't really have this we've got ea play you know ea play ubisoft plus i don't really think there's another publisher that big that can really get away with it unless mm-hmm. that, unless you know fucking acty come up and they're like this is the call of duty plus subscription you can play all the call of duties <laughs> you know? and that'll be it i wouldn't put it past them we're not put it past them no <laughs> no i mean it's a it's it's an idea you know there is there there is a lot of great stuff in yubi's back catalog a lot of great stuff mm. and you know play the splinter cell games yeah they'll be there you know it's not those. all it's not all trash, you know. It's it's very dependent on, on where you are and how you feel about Ubisoft games these days. But you know, presumably it will be a very similar uh, catalog to the PC one. Maybe not everything like the PC has because they just have access to you know their entire back catalog. But you know, we'll see. And hmm. sorry, Michael. So I was just going to say, I guess it makes sense for Ubisoft. Like, it probably doesn't cost them anything, really, to set it up and run it. And if enough people are subscribed to even just make the money back, then they're keeping that money in their own ecosystem instead of having to pay, like, third-party publishers and all that kind of stuff or to put them on different platforms. They can just rake in all the money themselves and keep it. So it is a no-brainer on their part, and it won't take much to make their money back from hosting it. And like you said, you know, there was a day that I just fancied, because I guess with the backwards compatibility on Sony's consoles, especially, it's much harder to play like the old school PS2, like Splinter Cell games. Yeah, I mean, a a good example of that is EA Play on Xbox compared to PlayStation. Mm. Because EA Play goes all the way back to the original Xbox. And some of the stuff on there, including like, um, they've got, unless they've got Malice Returns on there, um, which is a game that I fucking adore. And... You know, you obviously you can get that through Game Pass Ultimate now, but you know, PlayStation doesn't have that option. You can only play mm-hmm. PS4 and PS5 games on there. Yeah. And so, you know, the beauty of EA Play is on Xbox is that it goes much further back and there's a much bigger choice. It's like S like SSX and shit like that, you know. There's all that stuff on there. Oh yeah, SSX tricky what game. And they've just <laughs> added um da, 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 it takes two. 
and something else. Madden. Oh, fair. Maybe. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. To be honest, the more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm like, well, it makes sense for Ubisoft. And actually, I could see myself like, oh, I fancy playing the old Splinter Cell. Let's go and do that. Let's remember a time yeah. that Ubisoft were creative. <laughs> you know, you might see a trailer for Far Cry 7, be like, oh, that looks pretty cool. And wait for it to land. And then like, you know, £10. Try it out, complete it. Cancel sub, done, you know? Yeah, fair. Good show. All right, all right. I'll uh, I'll be a bit less sceptical. I think. I think God, I should work for Ubisoft. You know. I was going to say, are you shilling? <laughs> <laughs> and the Thinking Heads podcast is sponsored by Ubisoft Plus. I was say, did we take a massive donation? Not disclose it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, it's yeah. There's no date on it yet. There's no date or price or anything, but it is coming. And of course, Rainbow Six Extraction, which looks like an Xbox 360 game, is coming to Game Pass on January 20th. One of us called that on the on the pod once. I don't know who it was. I can't remember. I feel like it may have been Toby. Possibly, yeah. Some good, yeah. Some someone said extraction looks like a game pass game, and lo and behold, it's going straight on there. And so yeah, it could have been any one of us because none of us were like really taken from it. Yeah, none of us liked it, did we? Yeah. Maybe we all said it in unison. Yeah. Maybe. All at the same time of the exact. Three, two, one. (laughs) Game pass. (laughs) In the Sega tune. Apparently so. <laughs> we, all, we, we, we all said it in harmony. It was beautiful. Um, so yeah, there we go. Exciting stuff from Ubisoft. Now, we want to go for a topic. And the topic is 2022 predictions and things that we think the big publishers and stuff that we might see from them this year, possibly. And of course, some indie stuff as well. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to kick it over to Miles Thompson. What do you think we're going to be seeing from Xbox, PlayStation this year? And any particular indies that are coming out that you think are going to do well or surprise us or maybe underperform? It's a quite a tough question because we know a bit about this year, but not actually... Like, there's a lot of big hitters coming out, which means that actually the announcements they're going to make, I can't imagine are going to be massive. Because I think, like, on Sony's plate, you know, I th- <laughs> the thing I'm concerned about is a game like God of War not making it in this year, like getting pushed back or being delayed. And I think for Sony, it's going to be very much about, you know, last year was good, but they need to blow it out of the water this year. And I think they're really going to, you know, focus on showing off, you know, Horizon, God of War. I think they might throw in a couple of, you know, in-house games that they've been working on probably quite quietly and might kind of throw out by the end of the year. But like, you know, how Returnal came out, it wasn't one that was hugely hyped or, you know, known about well in advance, not that I knew of anyway. And it kind of just dropped and it was massive. So, you know, I expect Sony to do a bit more around that and probably to work Insomniac to death even more to bring out another ridiculously good game. Um Xbox wise, I'm kind of intrigued by that lineup because they've had a bit of a quiet, you know, year or two in terms of there's been nothing that's been on the level of, you know, a huge game. And I think this might be the year where they really come out, you know, they announced a lot at E3, but there wasn't much that was coming soon. A lot of it was uh, Forza, Forza, Forza says hello. Yeah, but Forza's always Halo Infinite says hello. Yeah, but Forza's the same as Gran Turismo. Like, you know they exist, and you know that they're going to come out like X, Y, and Z amount of times. And Halo was very, very good, to be fair. But apparently it does have problems. So, um, yeah, I think they need, a, 
some more showstoppers. You know, Halo and Forza are great, but you need a bit more when Sony's dropping, you know, God of War, Horizon, Returnal, Ratchet and Clank, Demon Souls, you know, you mm. need... And they have... The thing is now, they have so many developers. They've got Bethesda, they've got Starfield, they have that lineup. And I think this will be the year where they're going to have a presentation and they're going to show all of these games off. You know, Hellblade 2 is going to get an extended gameplay. You know, I think Starfield's going to get the extended gameplay. We're going to see a lot of these games in a lot of depth. And it's going to be one of those where I think we'll all watch it and we'll be like, shit, this is it now. Like Xbox, you know, Phil Spencer's bringing it now. He's got all of his guns loaded and he's going to fire them all at once. And we're not going to know what's here. And they're all going to be on Game Pass. And I think this is when they're really going to try and hit their stride. So I'm excited to see what's going to come out of that because there's a lot of games that's been announced, but we still don't know as much about them as we'd like to. Nintendo, I just don't know. I don't really follow Nintendo, if I'm being perfectly honest. There'll probably be another Mario game, another Breath of the Wild 2 is coming. That's going to be huge. We know it will be. It's going to be an incredible game because it's Breath of the Wild. Um, but other than that, I don't, I don't follow Nintendo too, too much. I think... The one thing I've liked about these last couple of years over COVID is that indies have come to the fore much more in my life than they ever have. So, you know, like Hades was would have been my game of the year last year if it had actually come out last year and wasn't just released on the PS5. Um, and I want to know what they're going to do. I want to know what Super... Is it Super Giant or Super Massive? I always get confused between the two of them. Super Massive. Um, yeah, that's it. So I want to know what they're doing because if it's a Hades 2, I'm, I'm all in, but I don't think they will. They'll probably do a new IP and yeah i'm just excited to see i don't really know about many indies you know as and when they're coming out i know cats obviously mentioned oxen free that's something i want to try on her recommendation and you know i've played a lot of untold tales games this year you know the publisher that brought out golf club wasteland and aspire um enos tale and i'm just excited to see what other little gems pop into the chat on the slack and i just end up picking them up randomly and end up having a really good time with them um you know you get you get the not so good ones every now and then, but you get some absolute gems that you just wouldn't otherwise look at or play. And I think that's kind of what I'm hoping for this year. So, but the big one is for me, it's going to be Elden Ring and Horizon. And Elden Ring. I've got, yeah, Elden Ring's coming. We're doing it. <laughs> We're going to do it, Roscoe. I'm going to carry you through it. We'll, we'll do this. Okay. Um, I'm very excited. <laughs> the thing is, you'll see how like angry I get at Souls games. Like you're gonna really experience the proper rage that that comes with it. Okay, don't rage at me. I'm only new. Okay, no, no, no. I, it won't be at you, my friend. It'll <laughs> be completely at me. I, don't, I have this thing of doing really stupid things and then getting angry at myself for doing it and then doing it again. Um, I think Horizon's gonna be huge. Really looking forward to playing that. I've got Life is Strange Remastered because I bought the Ultimate Edition because I'm a sucker for Life is Strange. Um. There's just so much stuff, I think, coming out this year. And I think it's going to be a really big year. So I'm very excited. I'm not going to get hyped because Cyberpunk taught me a lot about being hyped. But, um, you know, even, oh, even I even forgot Dying Light 2. It's coming out in February. Totally forgot. Everyone's forgotten. And yet that's going to be massive as well. <laughs> I haven't uh, forgotten. My God, my bloody emails are... Uh... <laughs> hi guys happy new year just a reminder line like two's out next month <laughs> yeah i think it's because they've delayed it so many times i have to keep reminding people when it's actually coming out yeah um i absolutely adore dying like one and i'm super excited for that one so i'd love to play that one um yeah it's just i think the first quarter of this year is gonna be massive i think it's gonna be one of the best gaming quarter ones you know in history potentially if all these games come out and they're all as good as they should be so pleasantly excited you know i'm not as cynical as i was last year i'm hoping that it's going to be a really good year for it wow look at you i know i'm growing <laughs> as of 30 minutes ago 
Kat, how are you? Uh, how are you seeing twenty twenty two? Um, it's a tough one, isn't it? Because we've been really excited for 2022 because we've been saying it's the year of the big titles. It's Horizon, it's God of War, it's Hogwarts, it's Elden Ring, it's, yeah. So I think that the first six months is going to be incredibly strong. Um, I really don't, I really hope we don't have another cyberpunk issue. Um, for predictions, I really think... And it wouldn't surprise me if Netflix start getting involved with a gaming subscription, just someone completely out of the blue and independent. And I don't know how they would do that, but I don't know why, but I have this like weird back of my head, like, I bet you one day they're going to announce Netflix games or whatever, and it's going to be like a, I don't know, Netflix have enough money to strike some sort of deal, and I wouldn't be surprised that if... Well, if you go on Netflix games now on the app, you can download Stranger Things games. See, yeah. And also they've started, and yeah, so that is the reason I said that as well, is because they've started to remove their own franchises from games. So they removed, um, they took away the rights to um, Stranger Things for Dead by Daylight because of course they're making their own game with um, that and I just wouldn't be surprised if that's not if that's a finger in the pie that they're going to get into or they make their, themselves some sort of subscription where they rent out they have like some sort of crazy deal with both Sony and Microsoft where these games will kind of come and go just exactly like a streaming service um, because I think if anyone's going to do it it should be Netflix um, I, I, um, when I say if anyone's going to I mean like a multitude of multi-cross-platform games and then it should be netflix but uh i guess that's going to be like a blank check-esque type stuff and it would probably take playstation a lot to give that up and it'll probably take microsoft a lot to give that up but i can imagine maybe they'll they'll kind of dive delve a little bit deeper it's obviously going to be the year for vr as well potentially or uh, i guess more of a focus on vr because vr games have never always apart from beat saber yes games have done well but VR is still a luxury I think there's very very few people I still know that have a um a VR or an Oculus um, and if they do they rarely play it because of the games on it and the sickness and the um so with the announcement of VR 2 coming out this year and the Oculus 3 um we'll see where that goes I don't think Hogwarts Legacy is coming this year that's going to be my my prediction for Hogwarts. Mm. I don't know why. I just, there's something about that game that makes me think if you're coming, you're not coming until the very, very, very end of the year. So you can still say that you were 2022 or you're not coming at all and you're coming in 2023. So that's my, that's my specific game prediction. Um, Miles puts the shits at me by saying something like, God of War might have a cyberpunk moment and can you they wouldn't that's the last game in the franchise oh no sorry sorry no I was saying God of War might be delayed I don't think it'll be a uh, cyberpunk that's uh, why I think it would be delayed because like, they didn't want to be a cyberpunk you, like, <laughs> no sorry if, that, if I wasn't clear on that sorry I will <laughs> clarify I God of War will be very very good <laughs> Yeah, and it might be, but the thing is as well, I really appreciated their statement when they delayed it in the first one. Actually, they focused on telling the story of their employees and putting their well-being first. And we have seen over the last six months what can happen to your studio if you treat your employees like shit, i.e. you abuse them. So, you know, the fact that Santa Monica are coming out and saying, actually, this is for the mental health of our own uh, devs and designers and, uh, you know, technicians and engineers, you know, 
I would rather a game be delayed than than somebody crunch 15 hours a day to make a game. It just is what it is. But yeah, I think the first six months are going to be very strong. And then I think that we're going to see, I think as well, with the fact that obviously last year, and I completely agree, I've really enjoyed last year. I've, I've dipped my toe into a lot of different indies that I probably never would have. Um, and it's opened my eyes to the art of indies and just how personal you can see the game is being made. And I love that about games. That's, that's you know, makes you fall in love with art anyway but it's just the fact that small team game developers but it's like wow I can't believe one person made this I can't believe two people made this like oh no like two people made that game uh like what that's crazy it's such a good beautiful sounding game just stuff like that is really exciting but I also think that maybe it's been a year of pause for the bigger studios so not only have they had to lay their own bigger stuff maybe it's given them more time to think about the next big IPs and so I wouldn't be surprised if in the next year or in the next two years I know this is prediction of 2022 but I guess the end of the year we would see something that came to fruition because of COVID as opposed to didn't come to fruition because of COVID and I wonder if game studios will start to put that spin on it um because you can you can do a lot when you're just working from your desk and you don't have the the tools or the means that you do to access your current game but actually what can you do instead well you can have conversations you can have um meetings you can have you know five-year forward meetings what are your goals what are your targets what should we do what should we make you know those creative juices have got to run somehow and if people are without their technology which they were for the first six months before you know it was able to be accessible accessible safely or moved to their home you know maybe a lot of chatting can go on between then so uh, I guess my too long didn't care sum up of that is a strong first start, maybe a <laughs> maybe a maybe a weaker kind of quiet middle, maybe with a couple of surprises at the end. And Hogwarts Legacy is not coming this year. And if it is, great, cool. I just don't think we've seen enough of it. I don't think they have hyped the hype as much as they potentially could or would if it was coming really soon. Mm. Because it was on pre-order for game and they've actually refunded everybody. So um, mm, somebody, yeah, somebody I was speaking to actually pre-ordered it with game last year. Then it got delayed and they said, well, hold your money and you can still come and pick it up as soon as it's released. In the last month or two, they've had that money refunded to them. And that might be a game decision because of, you know, it's taking too long. They're holding people's money without any kind of fruition of sale coming to them. But I just wonder if that's also maybe a heads up from studios. Hmm. What about you, Ross? Any predictions per se? Had you seen the uh, Harry Potter reunion thing yet? I have not. I don't have Um, HBO. I don't have Sky. I've seen like clips on TikTok. um, um, But I think I just cry all the way through it. I can't believe it's been 20 years. Like the fact that I just watched the Friends reunion, I can't think to myself, oh my God. I think one one needs to visit your pal Roscoe because I've got it on my Sky thing. Oh, yes. Shall we cry? Did you cry? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Okay. Yeah, pretty intense. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I think Hogwarts isn't coming out this year. I think that's because more than anything, they're trying to put a lot more distance again between themselves and J.K. Rowling. Um, I think this reunion, this reunion uh, brought up some more things again in oh, really? press. And um, J.K. Rowling is in it, but um, she wasn't interviewed for it. It was reading just footage from her from like a couple of years ago. So I think they're in a really difficult spot. The game looks so good, but they're in such a difficult spot because it's like you've got a lot of people on Twitter going, don't buy this game. 
don't buy it because you'll just <laughs> give J.K. Rowling money. And of course, just want to say we none of us agree with any of her statements. What kind of buzz? Annoying. She's just just a bitch. But I really want to go to Hogwarts. But did you not read that mm. article where there's a split between the Harry Potter audience, between the people who love Harry Potter? Like people are starting to recognize the two types of kind of Harry Potter fans, which is the Harry Potter fans who are kind of quite clueless to, and they called them something. It was like the, oh, I'm going to have to find it and maybe say it another time, but it was like, <laughs> no, it was like these certain words for the fact that if you are a Harry Potter fan, but you don't support JK Rowling, or rolling how the fuck you say a fucking shitty ass name um <laughs> or you're a harry potter fan but you you don't know and you're quite ignorant to it and there was mm. a difference between people being appreciated like you can still be appreciated for harry but like they're not gonna i don't think society is going to cancel harry potter or harry potter fans which is really no. nice because of course you know we lose a lot of bands and actors to, to being cancelled and we're not allowed to spot them anymore we're not allowed to watch their films anymore but yeah. i think there's kind of this like unwritten rule that the society is not going to cancel harry potter we're just cancelling jk rowling i hate cancel culture but equally yeah because what she says is ridiculous and just yeah so anyway <laughs> anyway um yeah hogwarts i really want to play hogwarts legacy i really but want right. to play I it too I'm, I'm a bit i don't sad. think it's going to be out this year you're right no and i'm a bit sad as well that um it's set before potter because how good would it be to have been set maybe 50 years after potter and then go down the hall and see like the awards or like that, see the yeah. rubble of the destruction of the last film. Oh, that would have been really cool. And no, it's like thousands of years, hundreds of years set before him. And I'm like, well, fuck sake. <laughs> well, fuck me, you could have done loads of stuff with the dialogue there as well. Yeah. Like, uh, whatever. I don't create games, so I guess I'll shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at Starfield and the hype for this thing is unreal. And honestly... I don't think it's going to be very good. I actually agree. Do you know I'm gonna, what? I'm going to say really that quietly. Agree. And there's, and I'll tell you why. And there's one word, and it's three syllables. Bethesda. Top out. <laughs> it just works. Bethesda haven't released anything of quality for a while. And I'm saying that out loud. And Wait, I don't know what's going to happen to me. You don't consider Fallout 76 a quality product? Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Sorry, I'll stop. No, it's fine. Um, Starfield, we've seen a CD trailer for it, and Xbox fans are going mad because it's an Xbox exclusive and nothing more. They don't know anything about this game. They haven't seen anything about it. I'm just saying, Bethesda, don't release stuff well on launch. And they haven't done for a long, long time. And Starfield might be epic. It might be great. But you still know fuck all when it's coming from a developer that is, at the moment, rocky shall we say. So I wish people wouldn't put all their faith in Starfield because I don't think it's going to live up to these expectations. And I'm going to say that out loud. As a, as a lover of Xbox and all the others, I've got, no, I've, got, I've got no skin in this game. I'm just saying, I think Starfield's going to be poor. Gotta say, I actually think that's a pretty good prediction. Mm. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. I'm glad, I'm glad someone does. <laughs> I, have a, I, have a, I have a similar feeling with Gotham Knights. I remember seeing the first gameplay trailer for Gotham Knights and being like, that game is going to be shit. <laughs> and I really hope I'm yeah. wrong, but I don't think I'm going to be. I really don't want it to be, but it's... 
I've, I've got total faith in WB Montreal. I think Arkham Origins was underrated. I really enjoyed that game. But uh, yeah, we shall see. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm super hyped for kind of like the middle of the year-ish, like a Plague 12 Re- Requiem. Um, still not got a official date, but I think we're looking sort of mid-2022 for that one. I'm so freaking excited for that. Yeah, you I'm are. I'm excited okay. for Stray. What the fuck Stray coming out? It's got to be this year. Stray will be this year. Stray will be this year. Yeah, Stray, Stray will definitely be this year, but damn, can't wait for that. What are you going to do if it's not good, though? I know that's like sacrilege, but what are you going to do if it's not good? through your PS5. <laughs> Through your PS5 to me, yeah, it's full of slander. <laughs> fuck you, Adaburn, and smash my PS5. No, not fuck you, Adaburn. Fuck you, Miles, for foreshadowing this in the pod, <laughs> the first time <laughs> pod of the year. Don't blame the people who made the bad game. Blame the yeah. person who called it. Maybe yeah, it will yeah. be very good. It will be good. Like they did that like seven minute gameplay. Like looks amazing. <laughs> One thing I'm excited for that people uh, seem to have forgotten about is Two Point Campus. Oh, I, yeah. have, I haven't forgotten about it because I've been telling people that that must be out soon. I am hyped for that. I am hyped for that. That will be very good. That um, is so good. I was literally just telling someone about that the other day. Um, I think Vampire the Masquerade. I think that's going to be. I think that'll be a seventy-ish game. To be honest, um, mm. look at Metacritic scores. I don't think that's going to be huge. I think if we're going to do another um, mic drop prediction, oh. Go on, go on. Go on. Sean Davies, you know I love you. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I know where you're going. Are you going to go where I think you're going to go? Do it. Tina fucking I think, Wonderland. I think Try Tiny Tina's Wonderlands is going, it is going to be a 60-ish. Yeah, I think it's going to be a very mediocre game. Do you know how game. bloody expensive it is, though? Christ. Yes, it's super fucking expensive. Like, if you why? Go on, if you go on PSN right now, you can pre-order it. And it's horrific yeah it's like more than horizon i thought it was d i thought it was dlc for Borderlands. literally at first, and like, it's not <laughs> no you know what where do you though? get off thinking that this can be more expensive than aloy like, where do you get off yeah sit down yeah but do, in comparison though elden ring is 50 quid yeah even yeah, that that's wild, that's crazy, which it? is crazy like it's ridiculous because that game is not going to be a short game it's gonna be a big ass game so um ghostwire tokyo i think will critically do well i don't think it will sell i cannot wait to play that and i totally agree with you i think it's going to be just like prey where mm. it will be a very well appreciated game but only to the five people who play it yeah which um, i will be one of those people <laughs> lego star wars i don't think that's coming out where is that no because oh, i'm I sure i saw an article the other day where they said that they had um rumored release dates i'm gonna find it later we've gone nearly two years now without without a tt games lego game and yeah, come on now, so that also means it must be close because they've been they were bashing one out every year. But it is a massive game; like they are completely reinventing like yeah. their own formula and stuff. It's going to be absolutely huge. Yeah, it's like they, seven games in one. But they, they, they used to drop two games a year, and now they've focused mm. everything on Lego Star Wars. It's going to be a ten out of ten, I reckon, when it comes yeah, out. But it has to be at this point. Ten out of ten game. It really has to be. They're going to go bankrupt. <laughs> but it doesn't uh, count as a ten out of ten if the first five games are already incredible. You're just redoing them. No, they're probably they're not, like they're not really the redoing, thing. are they? They're, it's not really making the whole thing. It's like a complete reimagining of them. Okay, mm. okay, all right, fine. Like some um, of the features, I can say. Redfall is going to be again. We haven't seen a lot of it, but Arcane, yeah. Arcane are on a fucking high right now. Won't be this year, I don't think. They're working mm-hmm. too hard on. Do you not think? Nah, no, I think they're working too hard on Deathloop and uh, 
Because I heard Bridgeport was due in like March, wasn't it? It was like, well, that's too soon. Yeah, it's not. I don't think it's going to happen. I think it'll be one of those that gets like, like dying light. I reckon it'll be like pushed back to say just after the summer. Then they'll be like, oh, we need an extra couple of months. And then they'll do it again when they need an extra couple of months. And I think it'll come out about this time next year. Oh, man. Avatar, Frontiers of Pandora. Remember that? Is that? Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a Ubisoft game. You can play on Ubisoft Plus on day one if you want to. Yeah, when it inevitably comes out and like, when it gets delayed until 2027. Yep. Um, for the next Far Cry and Assassin's Creed. Oh, there's that game called Little Devil Inside, isn't there? I swear that game is never coming out. That's never coming out. Don't, honestly, July. (laughs) Flipping July, me and Toby were like, TikTok, where is it? And now it's (laughs) literally January. (laughs) Yeah. It's not coming out. Yeah, I think one of my most anticipated games is going to do critically well. I think it's going to sell well. And that is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Um, that is a classic TMNT rolling beat em up like Streets of Rage. And so, man, I am so hyped for that. It is unreal. I think we're looking at, yeah, I think we're looking at an insane year to come. It's going to be absolutely fucking bonkers. And it all it all gets started next month. You know what I mean? Yeah, it all kicks off. Do you know what game we're not far away from anything? What game would you like to see this year? Abandoned. <laughs> like a game that doesn't exist anymore yeah, yeah, that yeah. was literally days away from release and now just doesn't exist okay what I'm going to do what in your opinion will get the highest Metacritic score this year oh. Horizon no no. no. I, I think Horizon is going to be War. like I reckon Horizon will be like a 90 to a 95 I think God of War will be like a 94 do you think do you think God of War is not going to do as well as Horizon I think they'll be like on par. I think okay. they'll both be pretty close. Um, I think Elden Ring will do very well, but I don't think it will be think... either of those two. Yeah, no, agreed. Uh, probably the Grand Theft Auto Five re-release. <laughs> oh my god, you're so oh, funny! I like in Breath of the Wild too. Breath of the Wild too. Yeah, potentially. You think Breath of the Wild Two is going to be Elden Ring in Metacritic? I think yes. so. I think it will be more universally appealing to more people i think elden ring will turn a lot of people although people know of the souls formula and the soul series and its reputation every time one of these games come out comes out there are always the, re- the certain reviewers just don't like those style of games it's less mm. universally appealing um, but okay. i think to its community i think it will be like the most lauded celebrated game of the last decade if it's actually good um, right. are you guys aware of play your cards right of the no. um the old tv show yes i was gonna say yeah. like the um so, bruce forsyth TV yeah, show. the bruce forsyth yeah. exactly that exactly yep. that yep, well, yep. what i'm gonna do i've got a list of 2022 games Ooh. and if we're saying the breath of the world 2 is going to be the highest better ground what score do you think i reckon it'll be a 96 i'm gonna go i'm gonna go 98 i reckon it's gonna get 98 that'll be the times. highest metacritic ever yep i reckon it'll do it wow right. okay Okay. Breath of the Wild 2 is at the I don't top. like your Nintendo, but I, re- I reckon your game's going to do it. I'm going to go on the list of games. You guys just say higher or lower. And tell me what Metacritic score you think these games are going to get. Okay? okay. All right. Elden Ring. Lower. At what score? I reckon 92. I reckon lower. I reckon 89. Oh, I was going to say 89 first, and if that gets that, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Horizon, higher or lower than Elden Ring? Higher. Higher. Dying Light 2, higher or lower than lower. Horizon? 
Oh, Starfield. No, sorry, go on. Dying Light. Oh, I'm going to say Dying Light's higher. Dying Light's Horizon. higher than Horizon. Yeah, I'm, I'm, Get yeah. out the pod. What? Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm calling. Fuck yeah. off, mate. I'm, I'm gonna no, stick, the thing I is, reckon... I think it might sell well, but I don't think it's gonna be. No, critically... it's not gonna sell nearly as well as Horizon is, but I think it will critically. Yeah, I don't know. I've got a feeling about it. Piss off. Interesting. That's Look, a, I love that, that's a big like, call. I absolutely adore Horizon, call. but I also adore Dying Light, and it's got a very, very strong following. That's well, still yeah. play it mm-hmm. to this day, six years later. We haven't got long to find out. Yep. Very interesting, Miles. Do you Very think people are going to spend 500 hours on Dying Light 2 versus the 40 There hours? are people who have spent like 4,000 hours playing the first one and it barely has like, it took me 20 to 30 hours to finish the game. Dying Light, the original Dying Light came out in what, 2015? 2015, 2015. The last, the last like DLC for it was last year. Yep, it's still going. It's huge. So they, have, they have got a massive audience. Right. Yeah. Starfield, higher or lower than Dying Light? Lower. Lower. God of War Ragnarok, higher or lower than Starfield? Higher. What score do you think? Oh, 95 or 6. And I think that what will bump up that score is people knowing that it's the end of the chapter. Because I think that people mm. sometimes in their ratings can, because of course like this will be the last time they ever play this game for the first time. And so I think that that takes a lot in. To somebody's review um it adds a new element to it with horizon we we are unsure if this is the last one i actually don't think it is i'm sure i read somewhere that they were going to do three um and so then they start to talk about yeah this is great but and you know you don't have that opportunity with god of war you do have the opportunity of god of war but at a much less at a lesser scale so i think that god of war is going to be quite high because of the not only the nostalgia but the fact that it's a goodbye and there's no way that santa monica studios are not going to do something incredible at the end yeah interesting hmm we'll see miles do you agree i reckon 94 Hmm. Okay, Pokemon Legends, <laughs> higher or lower than God of War Ragnarok? It's Pokemon Legends, Five. the the one where <laughs> the like the open world one. It's I think it's, it is, isn't it? It's going to be like the third person open world yeah. one. It's an RPG from uh, Game Freak. Oh, I just wanted. Oh my god, that is all I've ever wanted in a Pokemon game. Okay, well there you go. It's coming out in January, so enjoy. Uh in what console? Please don't say Xbox. It's coming out on Switch. It's Pokemon. On oh, Switch, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking douchebag. <laughs> and Game Freak as well. Like, oh, oh okay, cool. Ooh. All right. Okay, Go Gran on. Turismo 7. Higher or lower than Pokemon? Higher. Higher. Do you think it's looking good? Do you think it's going to be Forza Horizon 5 levels of critically acclaimed? It's, a, it's always like a solid like 85 to 90. And I think it will hit that ballpark again because it always looks absolutely gorgeous it'll be the first Gran Turismo in a while um yeah I reckon it'll be like 85 to 90 okay mm, yeah I agree 85 to 90 I think it's a, a weird one isn't it but also Gran Turismo is one of the one of the greatest you know it's up there with you know it stands along Forza with the greatness of car games yeah. so yeah it's not going to do that uh, at all I don't think Rainbow Six Extraction. It's going to get 20 <laughs> from me. I'd be reluctant to even like just because to rate of it. the fucking trailer. If I've said trailer one more time, <laughs> uh, no, it's going to be lower. Probably, I reckon, 60s. 
Yeah, I'd say like I'd say sixty-five. Yeah, I think it'll be significantly lower. Yeah, it doesn't look like much, does it? Unfortunately, they crushed it with seed. I don't know how they've managed to screw this up so bad. I don't know. But then again, it's not out yet. It could be amazing. So who knows? Nah. <laughs> um, oh, Sifu, higher or lower? Oh, higher. Mm, yeah, higher. Higher, Sifu. That's out next month. Not long to wait. God, that's coming out next month. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. I hope you guys have been doing overtime because there's a lot coming out this month. Honestly, I'm yeah. gonna say 81 for Sifu. Interesting, cat. Yeah, maybe like uh yeah, like an 80, 81. Yeah. It looks really good, doesn't it? Mm, yeah, it looks it awesome. Looks really exciting. Hmm. Yeah, I want to get it, but I'm of course oh, gotta save these fucking games. <laughs> So Why isn't there a PlayStation game? <laughs> it's painful. It's absolutely painful. Okay. Um, where are we? Uh, oh, Suicide Squad. Kill the Justice League. Oh, oh, higher or lower than Sifu? I don't know, you know. I'm going to say lower. Do I'm going to say, I'm going to stick and say the same. That isn't, that's not an option. What do you mean it's not an option? Okay. Oh, no, it is an option in the game, isn't it? I, oh, actually, I don't know. You no, it stick, isn't. But that means you can't go forward, no. so you're out of the game. You know what I mean? No, okay, no, I'm out of the game. Okay, I'm going to say <laughs> lower. <laughs> no, don't play without me. <laughs> don't play without me. I got FOMO. <laughs> are you, are you, guys not, are you guys not feeling uh, Kill the Justice League yet? I think it's going to be good. I think it'll be like 73 to 75. I just don't think it's going to have enough uniqueness to it especially with guardians having just released and having been so good i just don't think it's gonna have enough to it and i think it will be one of those that it's like yeah pick it up and play it when it's on sale or get it in a game pass or a subscription or like a renting deal but i don't think it'll be worth the full price of admission immediately so i'm gonna say it's gonna be like a 70-ish game yeah i think i agree with you i i have total faith in rocksteady i love all their games but uh, yeah we shall see Kat, what do you reckon? Yeah. Um, I've got no idea, you know. Okay, cool. Glad, glad you're here. Glad you're here. Yeah. <laughs> I actually uh, zoned out and I couldn't stop thinking about Pokemon for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really completely honest. I completely missed which game we were rating. I have no idea. Uh, Pokemon, Le- like, oh my God. Pokemon Legends, I was... uh, I'll say this is coming out on the 28th of January. So yeah, I was like, oh my God, you're going to walk past a river and see a magic carp and be like, fuck that. Like, I was just, that's all I've ever wanted. Like, if I could make the perfect game, it would have been an open world RPG that's mm. kind of like Pokemon y. But the Pokemon one, where it's like third pass, and I was just thinking, oh my god, dreams can come true. Do, 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 do. Anyway, what game were we rating? <laughs> Let's move on, shall we? Yeah, oh, move god. On. Um, that one. Okay, higher or lower than Suicide Squad for Spoken? Oh, oh higher. Easy. Oh. Uh, uh, Miles, I think lower. Like, no, I'm going to say it's going to be higher by about one point. I reckon they're going to be pretty much slap bang in the same area of each other. I reckon it's going to be about like 87, 86. Yeah, I reckon about that too. Yeah. That's expensive as well. I'm pissed off. Tears, yeah. That's not going to be a day one for me, but I definitely will check no. it out for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, okay. If we go on the hypothetical that it is coming out this year, Hogwarts mm-hmm. Legacy, higher or lower than Forspoken? Lower. Lower. Mm. You reckon Hogwarts will do worse, do you? 
I only only critically. I think there's something about. I don't know. I read a couple of articles where they, they they don't like the way it plays at the moment, and I think that what people are, and maybe this is why they're so quiet, because what people are expecting might be very different. That could be the cyberpunk moment where it's kind of a bit broken, a bit open world, a bit too clunks, a bit too rough around the edges. And I think that Forspoken already looks incredible. Whereas I think that when you mess with something or when you bring in the what into the world like a game with humongous following you're gonna get a lot of strong opinions mm. whereas you know when you've got forspoken it's not it's new ip so it's it's completely you know there are no expectations other than it looks great and we hope it's good but when you're bringing in harry potter you yeah. bring you know potter ads so that and that's the only reason why it's gonna sell buckets yeah it's gonna absolutely sell through the roof but whether that then pays off, you know, opinion-wise, it's going to be a... It's going to be a... I'm going to go controversial then and say Hogwarts is going to be better. What, critically? You think it's going to review better critically? Not player-reviewed, but like... Well, I only gave Forspoken like a 70-ish, so I reckon, yeah, I reckon Hogwarts will hit an 8. Oh, okay then. So I guess, Mm. yeah, because my score for Forspoken is different, I guess it's easier for me to put Hogwarts above it. Yeah, and I, me and Ross gave it like an 83, didn't we? Whatever it was, what we just said, 86. I can't remember what we just said for it. Um, I still think it's going to be a little bit lower just because I think people have really strong opinions. And I think that what they think is going to be an amazing Hogwarts game might not be the game that they're bringing out. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people have wanted an open world Hogwarts game since since the PlayStation, like since the early PlayStation eras. Yeah, yeah. Gotham Knights, higher or lower than Hogwarts? Oh, lower. Lower. <laughs> you haven't even. I'm seen so it. upset with how that game looks because I I love playing as Red Hood in like anything, and the game mm. just looks crap, and it makes me not want to play it. Oh, Damn. I'm I'm literally I'm gonna go for. I reckon oh. Gotham Knights will be like sixty. All right, let's go email Robert Pattinson and be like, "Don't be in the game because Miles will hate it." He's not in the game. He's That's not in the, the game. Point of it. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but you walked into that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it'll be eleven Hogwarts as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Stalker two. Ooh, higher or lower than Gotham Knights? Higher. higher. Did you play Stalker? Um, I never played it myself, but I watched like a playthrough of each of the Stalker games because I found them so interesting, like the story of them and stuff. But they were only on like PC and Xbox, and I never had any. I never had a PC that was anywhere near running them. Um, but I know that they are very well revered and i know that this like when i was watching play it it looked so cool and so like immersive and interesting so i reckon they'll be like an 85 to 90 ish really mm-hmm. i reckon it's gonna be big stalker too it is running on unreal engine 5 so it's gonna be very pretty it's gonna be gorgeous it's gonna be very like realistic very immersive very like intense to play so i don't think it'll be everyone's bag it'll be very much like insurgency sandstorm style um but I think it's just the world that those developers create is incredibly immersive. Like it's kind of what Bethesda used to be. Um, so yeah, I reckon it's gonna be very good. Ghost of White Tokyo. Ooh. Higher or lower than Stalker 2? Lower. I'm gonna say Ooh. lower. Yeah, just on the basis that I'm putting Stalker 2 very high. But... <laughs> See, I think I think Ghost of White Tokyo is gonna be one of the best reviewed games of the year. But like I said earlier, I don't think it's going to 
capture an audience. Mm. I reckon it's going to get like 82-ish. I reckon 87, 88. That's still a fantastic score. Yeah, it's unreal. Yeah. So yeah, I think that'll do well. Uh, <laughs> what's next? Uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderland. It's going to go minus uh, three. One. <laughs> um, I can't give it a zero, so I'll give it a one. We're saying it's just because we're not fans of the Borderlands series. I yes. think that it is going to get like high, oh, like low to mid 80s, potentially. I reckon maybe like a high 70 at its worst. Yeah, I reckon like 70, there's something a bit 75. dark horsey about that game. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's just like an air of like, I'm the shit, you just don't know it yet. Oh, god. <laughs> Sorry, come around. <laughs> December, de- de- December will come around, and the game of the year is Tiny Tina's Wonderland. And Sean will be like, "I fucking told you! I fucking told you!" Honestly, well, if we end up playing it, and we end up liking it. He'll be like, he'll be got flabbergasted. But... Okay, uh, last few games. La- last few, we'll power through them. Um, Marvel's Midnight Suns higher or lower than Wonderlands? Ooh. I'm hoping it's going to be higher. So on the optimistic hope that it's going to be good, I'm going to say higher, the, uh... but I'm not sure. The wild XCOM Marvel thing, isn't it? Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm not I was sure. Say, what is that? Yeah. yeah. No, I think lower. Lego Star Wars is going with Saga. Oh, oh, oh yeah. I reckon Easy. it's going to be like, I do reckon it's going to be like a 90, 90s Yeah, it's going to be a 90s game. Yeah. It's going to be a 90s game. I really want it to be. Um, a Plague Tale Requiem. Oh, yeah. Well, oh. obviously, we've, we've rated Lego so high, so it's obviously going to be lower, but I still think it's going to be in the 90s. Man, we're putting like nearly every game in the 80s or 90s. <laughs> I reckon no. Plague Tale 2 will be like high 80s. I reckon it'll be like 80. I reckon we'll all love it more than the critics. Yeah, I reckon we'll, like we'll all review it higher than it will be reviewed. Tony's going to be like, 10! Give it a 10! He's like, add it to the list of 10s! <laughs> I don't think it will hit I don't think it'll hit 80 on Metacritic. Plague Tale. You don't? No. What's, the, what's it, the first Plague Tale on Meta? Like 81. Um, Somebody want to look that up? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was 81. I remember seeing it a few months. Um, ago. Yeah, I, I know I'm going to love it because I want I want more of these characters. Have you finished the first one, Ross? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. And yeah, I can't wait to see what happens next. But I don't 81. Know. Oh, hey, nice there you go, spot on. So yeah, it may be around that, but yeah, I don't think it's going to hit 80s just because there doesn't seem to be a lot of hype with critics around this one. Oh really? Yeah, it's it's one of those double A. Well, we're critics. So There's a lot of hype between us. Yeah, this is Focus Home Interactive, and they don't advertise any of their games ever. Mm. They just don't. They just kind of like put out a couple of trailers, and they just release them, and they're like, "Cool, some of these are really good." <laughs> mm. Like Vampire had literally no advertising, and I played it, and I was like, "This game's awesome." Why don't? Oh I yeah, Vampire's in my backlog. I keep getting told to play that. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's, it's really good. Really good. Uh, Redfall, fire or lower than a plague tale. I'm gonna say no. Yeah. yeah. As much as I love Arcane, I'm not. I'm not sure about this one as much. So I'm gonna say Redfall's like the vampire kind of um, co-op team co-op thing. one, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, I just think don't lower. want it to be Back for Blood. Back for Blood's really. Yeah, I think out. it's gonna be like seven. I think it's gonna be low seventies. Oh. Okay. I'll say. I think I'm gonna. Uh, <laughs> okay. oh. Just because it's okay, and I'm going to say it's going to be high 70s. In December, we should actually cut all of this and just compare our scores and see who got it most right. Yeah, that's not bad we did. That sounds like fun. Yeah, that'll be fun. Mm. Uh, Splatoon 3. Higher? Splatoon, I mean, like, diehard niche audience of Splatoon. No, it's a, fun, it's a fun little game, to be fair. 
Yeah, oh, okay. I maybe like around the same, maybe like a little bit higher, seventy-five. Yeah, it's got a, it's got a big audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon seventy-five is a good show. Oh, stray. <gasps> higher or lower than Splatoon three? Higher. <laughs> higher. There is going to be a thirty-hour game about a cat. It's going to be amazing. I tell you now. We're putting a lot of faith in Stray, aren't we? We are. But Annapurna always fuck you, Miles. I'm sorry, but you know what? He really slagged off this game until I showed you. I didn't slag it off. I just wasn't as excited. How good can a game actually be? It's about a fucking cat, and then I showed you the trailer, and you were like, "All right, fair play. That does look quite good." Yeah, it looks yeah, it quite good. good, but it's if it's 30 hours, of, I don't know. I'm just going to say lower. You I'm just want to say if it's 30 hours of being a cat, that'll be shit, because like, you're wrong. Oh, I wasn't. No, I'm just going to say lower. <laughs> I'm not even going to dig myself Ray this hole. <laughs> critically might get around 86. That is a statement. Wow, really? Mm. I don't think it'll get. Yeah, because what, seven minutes or 11 minutes or 12 minutes got quite, quite quite big and that's a three hour four hour game mm. okay i think story will do well critically and commercially yeah so uh yeah looking forward to that of course now let's throw in a bit of chaos, chaos. oh <laughs> stranger chaos. of paradise final fantasy origins higher or lower than stray <laughs> lower definitely lower, lower. Yeah. just with that trailer alone i don't even care if the game's good just that trailer <laughs> alone just brings it down 20 points don't yeah. care i know the demo that Toby played. He said it was better than he expected. Mm. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, he did. Yeah, but then Toby's expectation was like abysmal. Yeah, so. again, it was low to be fair. And also, as well, yeah, we've got to remember that Toby is a really diehard Final Fantasy fan. Mm. He's going to name his son after one of them, and then his wife vetoed it. So I mean, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it was in. The, it was in the hat. It was in the hat. <laughs> so let's see. Lord of the Rings, Gollum. Oh, um, higher or lower than Stranger of Paradise? <laughs> one. Oh, yeah. Do you know what? That's really hard. <laughs> it's a tough one. Oh, I'm gonna say lower. Mm, I'm gonna say higher. Oh, I, I just think playing as Gollum, it's gonna be like. Did, did you ever play Sticks Shard of Darkness or whatever the hell it was called? The Goblin one. It was free on PlayStation Plus in like 2014. It was terrible. No, I didn't play just, that. No. It's just going to be like, one. Oh, I can just imagine it being like a very bad, clunky, not particularly great looking stealth action game. And I just, I don't think it's going to review well. I don't think people will like it that much. I've watched about four trailers for it and I still can't get excited about it. That's what I mean. Like every time there's a trailer, I'm like, oh yeah, that game exists. And then I just forget about it again. I'm like, eh. hmm. uh Sonic Frontiers. Oh, higher. higher or lower than the Lord of the Rings Gollum. Please be oh, higher. Really I'm just going to say higher yeah, so you don't kick me off this higher, podcast. Like, <laughs> no, it's yeah, tricky, it isn't it? it will they be kind of get I'm gonna say higher. Yeah. shat on. So. Please be higher. Please, Please be for the love of God, Sonic Team, fucking do good. it this time. Yeah. Thanks, Ro. Oh, higher or lower this was my other Sonic. prediction. I reckon... Oh, you think it's going to be crap? No, so this is... I reckon... It's going to be one of those games, you know, like we've had those really polarizing ones where critics review it quite highly, but the audience absolutely hates it. And I think yeah. that's what this game will be this year. I reckon Saints Row is going to review like an eight out of 10 and everyone who plays it is going to go on Metacritic and give it like a three or a two. Oh, that'd be depressing. Isn't it? So that's what that's what I'm going with, because I think the change of style and the direction they're taking it in people aren't going to appreciate. Um, mm. So, yeah, but I think critically it will review quite well. Okay. Um, right, last few. 
Uh, little Devil Inside. Higher. If it comes yeah. out, which it won't. Like that's coming out, does you? Yeah. No, it's, it's not happening. I don't even know why you asked that, right? <laughs> um, Evil Dead the game. Oh, I reckon inside. Yeah, I'm going to say lower. Mm. It looked like Jank Central when they released yeah, that little bit of gameplay. It's, it's going to be very Dead by Daylight where critics will hate it. Or like Friday like the 13th. Yeah. yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles shows revenge. Higher. higher. Higher is going to get 100, that game. That's yeah, the best game it's going to break. Yeah. Going to break it. <laughs> no, I think I think it'll I think it'll do really well. I really really do. It looks fantastic. Hmm. So I reckon it'll be Streets of Rage four ish, kind of 85, 86 Yeah. Okay. Cool. So yeah, if it, if it's anything like that, then I'll be delighted. Um, Life is Strange remaster. Ooh, higher or lower than eighty five. Ooh. I reckon lower, but only just by a bit. The original Life is Strange was about 84, 85. Um, That's what I mean. It's the same game. It's just HD graphics and, you know. Yeah, but but no, they're actually adding some additions to the gameplay formula. They're changing up some of the inputs that you have to put in instead of it just being like pressing buttons. You have to actually do things. Um, Oh, really? Are they actually? Yeah, they are actually changing. That's why they delayed it, so they can like proper polish out all the news. I'm going to say 86 or 87. I'm going to say 83 or 84. Cool. And finally, higher or lower than Life is Strange remastered. Two point campus. Oh, I do reckon. I do reckon lower, but only like just. Yeah, I think because not a lot of people love simulation games, but two point do it very well because obviously they're the they're the the kind of the people you know. It's from the inspiration of Theme Hospital and Theme Park and that shit. Um, Yeah, I I think it's going to do well. I just don't know if it's going to do as well as Life Strange. Mm. Yeah, I think I agree. But that's a really hurtful one because yeah, I want that both is really of them hard. to do really well. I'm going to yeah. say, yeah, I'm going to agree. I'm going to say lower, but only by like a couple of points. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's loads of other games, but we would be here all night. Yeah. And then what I'll do one. is in December, what we'll do is I'll go back to this pod and I will write like a little like table and we'll see what our predictions were. That'll be dope. That'd we can have like a, we can make like a scoring system. Yeah, I think I mean. as. As... Thanks for that mansplaining that, Lamar. <laughs> 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 just silent. That's just like, <laughs> have you? Anyway. <laughs> and as we go throughout the year, we can add new games to it as well as they get announced. Oh my God. No, I want to do like 12 months of every. Yeah, okay, fine. It's just adding like one or two games to it every month, can Jesus. Jesus. Turns into 24 more games by December. Jesus. <laughs> no, I mean. Nah. What if a new Tomb Raider gets announced and is released by don't, December? Don't you dare. You know what I mean? Don't you dare do that. Yeah. Can you imagine, though? That'd be dope. Man, what a year. What a year we've got ahead of us. It's yeah. lining up to be excellent. Jesus, titty fucking Christ. Yeah. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That is the Vinging Guns podcast with our little predictions. I like that. That was fun. That was fun. And, uh, yeah, all that's left to do is out this week and out this week i have no idea because the website is not loading right out this week we have monster hunter rise coming to pc mm, well, see. <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> um we got picross 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 i can never say it picross ses 7 coming to nintendo switch i know there's massive uh, picross fans out there so there's a brand new one coming very very exciting Astroneer is coming to Switch. I love Astroneer. It's very, very good. Um, January 14th sees God of War 
the um the 2018 God of War coming to PC. That's gonna look very shiny, my god. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. We've got a bit of a quiet week ahead of us. But of course, there is so much more to come, as as you've just heard this year. But that's it. Thank you all very much for listening. And ladies and gentlemen, don't forget. If you like what we do, why not follow us? You can go to the link tree in the description below to find us in all the places. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can. Just look for our handles in the description below. Don't forget, if you really like what we do, why not go to Patreon. For $1 a month, you can keep this podcast live on its various positive coaching services and keep the website nice and shiny. But until next time, it is goodbye from Miles Thompson. See you later. It is goodbye from Cats. TTFN. Oh God, no, it's back. It wouldn't be a goodbye if it wasn't uh, a shite or bye all. Bye friends. all. <laughs> oh man, Weird West. Weird West looks awesome. Oh yeah, that looks dope. <laughs> so there's so many games. We'll have to dedicate a whole episode to like a higher or lower at some point because there's just Please too don't. many That'd coming be banging. That was Maybe super we, fun. Yeah, yeah. That was super fun. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. Well, maybe we will. Maybe we will. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I've been Roscoe. We'll see you next time on the Finger Guns Podcast.